Hey, what's going on, everyone? I know I said that I wasn't going to do another sports podcast for a while, but I feel like I kind of have to uh, because of what just happened tonight. So I was able to watch the entirety of Game 7 between the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers, and it happened. Uh, you know, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it, but the Dodgers overcame a 3-1 deficit and are going to the World Series. They're going to the World Series, and they're going to be facing the Tampa Bay Rays. And I, it's honestly, it's, it's pretty impressive what they are able to do. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm an Angels fan. i got to make sure I represent the Angels today. Um, this is the logo that I prefer. It's probably one of my favorite hats. Um, I'm, I've always been an Angels fan, but over the last you know four or five years, I've, I, I've grown to respect the Dodgers and what they have. Um, I think a lot of it is just that as an Angels fan and seeing a front office and an owner that completely shit the bed whenever they can in the offseason, trading away young prospects, not developing a farm system, um, a lot of it is just pure envy for what the Dodgers have been able to develop. I mean, a lot of their their guys that they have that have been playing really well are, you know, guys that have come up through the system. Guys like Bellinger, Seager, you know, or guys that have been, I guess they're called 4A players, which are guys like, uh, you know, Chris Taylor and Max Muncie that bounce around for a while, that played AAA for a while and never got their shot. And they've been producing. I mean, they have only have a couple guys that they got via trade, and that's like Mookie Betts. And then occasionally they'll get a reliever and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's an organization that um, that does things the right way. They don't cheat the game. They have established a really good locker room with a bunch of you know zany players that seem to really love to play with each other. And that's what I wish that my Angels had. I mean, we have Mike Trout. We have a bunch of really good position players. We have no pitching. We just have the worst owner in sports. Artie Moreno is the worst owner in sports. We have... We've had two, three GMs over the last 10 years. We just fired another one this offseason. And Andrew Friedman's the best executive in all of baseball. So it's hard not to really respect what the Dodgers have been able to do. I mean, it hasn't been great for them. They haven't won a World Series yet, but you know, maybe this year will be the year. For those of you that also don't know, in 2017, I paid $800. <clears throat> Let me repeat that. In 2017, me, an Angels fan paid $800 to watch the Dodgers play in Game 7 of the World Series against the Houston Astros. Yes, that is the World Series in which the Astros are known for cheating. So yes, I was cheated out of $800 when the Astros were banging trash cans and George Springer let up the uh, the first inning of that game with a double. I was there. I had the ticket stub to prove it. I have uh, uh, I have the, uh, what's it, the... the the, the the what's it called the the manual whatever the manual the players whatever it is to prove it I went with a couple of my coworkers we left work early and we went for that game eight hundred dollars so you can say I'm a little invested in in some of the things the Dodgers have to do if I was willing to pay eight hundred dollars to watch them in the game seven so I I feel like I've paid attention enough to the Dodgers over the last three four years that I can have an opinion about what's going on. So, I mean, I've talked about this baseball season a little bit before. I talked about it at the beginning of the season. I talked about how players didn't want to be there, and it's, that's why it's kind of ironic. I remember I singled out Blake Snell, the pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. I said that he made a big deal about it, that he didn't want to um, he didn't want to play. He was really worried about it. Look, your fucking team's in the World Series there now, guy, because you, you played. I have my issues with this season, okay? I know it's a 60-game season. They're missing out on 102 games of regular season ball. But it seems like the playoffs kind of worked themselves out. I was worried about the randomness of it. 
I thought that there was going to be a potential that maybe two bad teams were going to be in the uh, in the World Series, but it turns out that the best team from the National League this year during those 60 games and the best team from the American League during those 60 games are actually going to be matched up. And even in a 162-game season, that's kind of rare. Typically, the number ones don't face off against each other. So I think that we should give that the respect that it's, it deserves. Um the amount of randomness that we thought was going to occur during this postseason didn't really occur except for the Marlins winning a series and and the uh, uh, and the Astros winning a series when they were below 500. So I guess I guess the the randomness it it worked itself out, which I think is kind of interesting. But there will be less stock in this World Series. That's a given. I know for a fact that's a given. I mean, you didn't play the full season. I mean, it sucks for these players because they, they're giving it their all and they're playing like it, it matters, and it does. It does matter. I'm going to be honest. This this World Series matters more for the Dodgers, I think, than the Rays. I think that the Dodgers are the best team. It's one of the best rosters I've ever seen. I mean, top to bottom, from you know from going down, you got, you know, today's lineup was pretty special. You had Mookie, and then you had Turner, and then you had Seager, and then Muncie, and then uh, you had Will Smith, Cody Bellinger, Andrew, uh, is it uh, AJ Pollock? You had Chris Taylor and Kike. That's fantastic. And then on your bench, you had a couple more players that are really good. You got Edwin Rios on your bench. Your your pitching is amazing. You got Dustin May, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, who's been spotty yet again. He's just not clutching the playoffs. He's probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, regular season pitcher I've ever seen. But for whatever reason, in the playoffs, he just the when the lights shine the brightest, Kershaw just isn't. He's not always there. He's great when he comes on, but when he sees a, a uh, when he sees a lineup for the third time in the playoffs, they typically tee off on him. And hopefully, in this World Series, Dave Roberts kind of realizes that, and he's able to not put Kershaw in those spots again. But also, Kershaw's got a pitch. You know, he's got a pitch. But anyways, back to my original point. This Dodgers team has won their division, I believe, eight or nine times in a row. They've, this is the third time of the last four years they've made it to the World Series. You know, they won in, in 17 when they faced the Astros. Uh, arguably, there's a chance they could have won that one if the Astros had played fair. Then they went in again in 2018. They lost to the Red Sox. The Red Sox were a better team. The Red Sox were seen as cheating also. But even if it was even and the Red Sox weren't cheating, I'm pretty sure the Red, or the, I'm pretty sure the Red Sox would have still won that series. They were just a better team. Then they lost in the first round, the NLDS, last year against the Nationals. Nationals wound up winning the whole thing, and the Nationals just got red hot. I mean, they 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 were led by Juan Soto and Anthony Rendon and their superb pitching staff, and they got hot and ran the table, you know, which in baseball that happens. A team gets hot at the right time. All the bats are clicking. The pitchers are really on it. I mean, you can win a World Series that way. That's why it's kind of it's interesting that the two best teams actually made it, and they weren't necessarily seen as – red hot going into these playoffs. That's why I think it's kind of cool. And then this year, they're back in the World Series. They're facing a Rays team that, honestly, I'm not impressed with. I've never been impressed by the Rays. They got a lot of really young guys that aren't really afraid. They have a really good pitching rotation with uh, with Blake, Sn- uh, Blake Snell. They have Charlie Morton, and they have that tall kid. I can't remember his name, the left-hander from the Pirates. Um, he's he's a great pitcher as well. He's like six foot six, just throws gas. Right? Oh, Tyler Glass now, that's his name. Dodgers need to win this World Series. Yes, I've said over and over again that this World Series doesn't mean as much, that it's not as important, but I think that the Dodgers really need to win this one, and and this is why. One, the Lakers just won the NBA title. 
What does this have to do with, with the Dodgers winning? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what it means. Let's get into it. <laughs> it's important for the Dodgers to maintain this positive momentum that the city has going on. Right now, LA's been buzzing. We've been buzzing for a week. I'm doing this on Sunday. The Lakers won exactly a week ago today. The city's been buzzing. This whole area has been excited. And with the playoff baseball going at the same time as the NBA baseball, or at the as the NBA playoffs, it's a lot of people here. You know, obviously the Dodgers have a bigger fan base than any other team here, including my Angels. I mean, all right, my Angels were were the second were the second fiddle in this this market. It is what it is. The Dodgers are a more storied franchise. They have more World Series wins. They have cooler cooler colors. They have better ownership. They have a better ballpark. I said it. I, they have a better ballpark because of the history of it. I think Angel Stadium is way nicer. But okay, I'm, I'm not. I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to defend myself. But it's important that they they ride this way that the Lakers had, and just imagine the positivity that's going to be all over Southern California if the Dodgers are able to win this, along with the of the Lakers winning this. That's just good things. That's all good vibes. That's just stuff that we need. Two. Yeah, this World Series, it, there's going to be, by a lot of baseball enthusiasts like myself, there's going to be a small asterisk next to it. Not because of cheating, but because of the amount of games played and it's not a full season. I really do believe that this Dodgers team, considering it's been a lot of the same guys for five, six years, they just need to get over that hump. They need to win this World Series, and then by doing so, it might open up those floodgates, and they might be able to win a couple more. At this point in time, they're the Atlanta Braves in the 90s, and they're the Buffalo Bills of the early 90s, when the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls and lost every single one. When the Braves were winning division titles every single year with Chipper Jones and a host of amazing pitchers they had there, Greg Maddox, Tim Hudson, you know John Schmoltz, and they only had one World Series to show for it. You don't want to be that. You don't want to be on that side of history. You want to at least get one. And this is the one that the Dodgers got to get. They got to get this one. You're never going to see a more talented team than what they got going on right now. I think that Seager might be at the end of his arbitration this year. If not this year, then next year. Seager's about to get paid. Seager proved this postseason and in the regular season why he was a top three shortstop in the league. And in my opinion, he's number two. I just talked to my friend Travis about this. Of course, Seager's number two. Best shortstop in the league is Francisco Lindor. And Seager is so good offensively that he's number two. Last season, he was coming back from injury. He had Tommy John, and he wasn't the same, and it was obvious. He was still bad. I think he still had over 30 doubles. He had a lot of doubles. His average was still like 270, 280, but he's back this season. And in this LCS series, he completely dominated. He had five home runs, 11 RBIs, both of which are records in the LCS, in the National League Championship Series, both of which had never been done. This team is just it has just a collection of guys that play really, really hard and play really, really well. I mean, Bellinger's had a bad season, but that belly bomb tonight was outstanding. I mean, he pimped that shit. That was one of the that was one of the most swag home runs I've ever seen. He hit it. He watches that towering shot just go, walks real slow, and then just hits his chest. You know, it's that was a cool moment. Even as I'm not a Dodgers fan, but as a fan of baseball and as a as a guy who likes watching a lot of the players in the Dodgers, it's a cool moment. Especially for all my friends that are Dodgers fans. I know that they were really enjoying that moment. So I was I was happy for them that they were able to experience that. Plus, I mean, like, I mean, I got no ties to the Braves. Why would I want the Braves to win? You know? It'd be different if, if the Dodgers are playing a team that I, I actually like. Like, uh, who do I like? I, I usually like uh, 
It'd been funny. It would have been funny to see the the, the Marlins in there because the Marlins are an underdog. I don't like them either, but no, nah, I, I like the Dodgers. I can't even I can't even really deny it anymore. They just they're a model franchise in in baseball. They're everything that every franchise should want to do or want to be. And and they deserve to get a title for all the right things that they've done. They've treated all their players fairly. They've made all the right moves. They haven't uh, mortgaged their future for the now. What they've done instead is they've they've propelled their their young guys to being stars, giving them the tools and the know how and and the you know just this the strength to empower, to be empowered to to do exactly what they need to do day in and day out day in and day out. I will say this though. <clears throat> The Dodgers better not send out Kenley Jansen in those ninth innings. We've seen that script. Ever since 2017, poor Kenley has not been the same. He's had some health issues. His family was recovering from COVID this year. He has that heart issue where he he wasn't even able to go to Colorado for some of those Rockies games last season because of the high altitude. And that's a problem. But he just doesn't he doesn't have that that zip to his cutter anymore. His cut fastball is just not as zippy as it used to be. And after watching Game 7 tonight, I saw a young man that wears glasses with a squinty eye named Julio Urias just completely just own the moment. Julio got in there at the 7th inning, and he wound up pitching the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning and, and closed it out for the Dodgers. I was texting a friend of mine, and I was like, hey, I was like, Julio is built for this. I don't think that that kid gets afraid. And I don't think that he did. He was completely composed in there the whole time. I think Julio is 23 or 24 now, still young. He's been doing this since you know 2017 when he was like 20 years old, and he missed you know obviously some time because he's had multiple surgeries on his throwing arm, but Julio is built for this, and I think he's ready to to do this. Will he be the closer for the rest of his career? Probably not, but I think for this playoff run, these next four wins the Dodgers have to get, I strongly advise Dave Roberts and Andrew Freeman to make the decision to make Julio Urias the the closer. I think that he needs to be that guy moving forward. He's got that really. He's got that that high velocity in his fastball. He's hitting 97, 98. He's got a good power curveball that hits uh, mid 80s. Got an amazing uh, not curveball. Uh, is a power changeup that hits mid 80s. He's got a nice curveball. He's got a two seamer. He's got some good pitches, man. And I think that that's as a batter, I don't want to see a hard throwing lefty in there because those guys are just harder to hit. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the Rays have a lot of left-handed batters. I'm pretty sure that about half their lineup is is left-handed batters. So I would advise going against them. The the Rays have they've surprised. I don't I just, I don't know. I'm just not overly enthused with their lineup. They have Kevin Kiermeyer. They have Brandon Lowe. I mean, they got a cast of just a bunch of random guys. And the Dodgers lineup is scary. Yeah, the the Rays lineup is a little bit more. Or not their lineup. Their pitching is is pretty good. Their bullpen's not bad either. But man, this Dodgers team, if they don't get this win this time to win this World Series in 2020, I'm not sure if they're ever going to get it. They need to win this World Series. And watching the post-game interviews, Dave Roberts was hyped. I I don't think I've seen Dave Roberts that emotional before because I think he was actually genuinely surprised that his team was able to come back from that 3-1 deficit and ball out and beat the Braves, who are an excellent team, an amazing they they have an amazing lineup they have great young pitching and they beat them three straight games in the postseason you know that's not nothing that's something that's definitely something and i think that you know hats off to the Braves they did an amazing job but the Dodgers have showed that that they are a team that is very very tough to put away 
Okay, This Dodgers team needs to win this World Series. I think that they will win the World Series, and I think it will be in five games. Okay, I was wrong about my Lakers prediction when I said the Lakers win in five games. They won it in six, you know, so it's, a, it's, it's, we still won, you know, so I think the Dodgers are going to win in five games. I think they're going to come out angry. I think they're going to come out strong. Mookie had a weak series. I look for him to having a much better series. Obviously, you got JT, top five player for me, like in terms of my favorite players that is, as, that I've watched play the game, you know, he's just a class act. I remember, fun story, when I went to uh, spring training two years ago, I went to both the Angels and the Dodgers facility. I went to the Angels facility in Tempe, Arizona, and I went to the Dodgers facility at Camelback Ranch. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say the Angels facility at Tempe, Arizona, complete trash. Horrible. You have, you're, you have no good uh, access to the players. You're far away from BP. Camelback Ranch, completely different experience. You're right up against the fences. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> you're right up against the fences. You're watching these guys take BP. They're talking. They're chirping. And then the way that they have it set up is they have fans on each side as the players go back to their clubhouse. And it was Matt Kemp and it was Justin Turner stayed behind for at least an hour signing autographs and talking to the fans. That's that's amazing, you know. That's that really is amazing. These these guys are at that time Matt Kemp he had just come back to the Dodgers and Justin Tim, uh, Justin Turner is the leader of the Dodgers and he still he still is. He was and he still is. And those guys took the time to to pay respect to the fans that had their back. And I really thought that that was really cool. So I want nothing but the best for Justin Turner moving forward, just in general. That guy just seems to get it. He seems like he's a really good guy. And he's a guy that bounced around a little bit too. He's with the Mets. He's with a couple other teams. He found his footing here at the Dodgers. And now he's the Dodgers' all-time leader in postseason home runs. That's his That's his stat. I mean, Justin Turner has just been completely clutched in the playoffs as a Dodger. And I want to see guys like him, guys like Clayton Kershaw, Guys like you know uh, uh, Corey Seager, guys, those type of guys win a World Series. They deserve it. These are these are just stand-up guys that have done a lot for the sport, have done a lot for their team, a lot for the fans, and they deserve uh, some type of recognition for all their hard work they put on in their careers. Who knows how much longer Turner is going to be a Dodger? This could be his last season. Who knows if Kershaw is going to be a Dodger going past this part? I want him to get at least one with the Dodgers, even though it might not count to the typical baseball fan. But I think that for the players and for the people that are involved, it counts. You can make an argument that this season was equally as challenging due to everything that's gone on with with COVID, with social unrest. And they still started back in February, so they had to have basically two training camps get ready twice, and they're still here in the postseason. But, you know, I I have high hopes for the Dodgers. I hope they can bring another championship here to L.A. because this state rocks when there's championships here. I mean, I've only experienced the Lakers really winning it, and then the Angels won in 2002. I have not been alive for a Dodgers World Series victory. I want to see what that's like. I want to see what that's all about. I want to see the city buzz. I want to see the city buzz for a while because, I mean, L.A. sports are back, man. And I'm hoping that next year the Angels get a little bit better to where we're at least competing to get in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, God. That's that's even embarrassing to say. But, fuck, I just want to get there. But, yeah, guys, um, five games. I got the Dodgers in five games over the Tampa Bay Double Rays, as they used to be called. But, yeah, that's all I got for today's podcast. It was going to be a short one. I If the Dodgers win it, expect to hear me. Expect another 
uh, podcast from me. But in the meantime, I'll try to do a Thor podcast this week. Um, as always, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And, um, you know, just keep sharing it, I guess. You know, that's, that's really all I got for you guys. And follow on Instagram, cam.cast. And um, that's all I got for you guys. Peace and love. Thanks.